it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I was going to start with a call to eject Jamie Raskin from the House of Representatives. Jamie Raskin is a Marxist. There's no denying it. He gets very upset when people call him a Marxist, but he is a Marxist. And if you know what the psychological term projection is, it doesn't really, you don't really need to be a psych major or even minor to get it. You accuse your opposition of doing exactly what it is that you're doing. So according to Jamie Raskin, and I just put up on Twitter because I'm allowed to now, a 2018 tweet where he is stating with certainty that Donald Trump is compromised by the Russians. Adam Schiff and, and Jamie Raskin should be brought up on ethics violations for the things that they've been doing. Now, you can say free speech, free speech, free speech all you want. Now he's got to back down after verbally assaulting Marjorie Taylor Greene, calling her a Nazi. Everyone's a Nazi or a Russian. Anyone that gets in the way of their march to even bigger government, and Biden's going to ban menthol cigarettes, anyone who gets in the way of their march towards unconstitutional big government is a Nazi or a Russian. Well, if you know your history of the Nazis and the Russians, the Nazis were the National Socialist, Socialist German Workers' Party. And the communists were the Russians. And the fight that took place in Germany, the rise of the Third Reich, was a purge of the communists. Now, the reason why the communists were purged was because they were loyal to Mother Russia, even though Marx was a German. That's besides the point. Their prescription for governance was near to identical. Near to identical. And if you think the communists were less lethal, or should I say kinder and gentler, right? The communists. Well, the communists believe that workers have no borders. The National Socialist German Workers' Party did. But if you think they were less genocidal, you need not look any further than Joseph Stalin in Ukraine. What Jamie Raskin is doing is projection. He doesn't disagree with iron-fisted government as long as it has a smile on its face. So in his world, the government should control health care, education, transportation, communications. We should abolish private property to its furthest extent possible, except for, you know, maybe the the elite. He is a Marxist, and he's projecting. Now, I highly doubt the House of Representatives will have a two-thirds majority for Republicans after the midterm election, but Jamie Raskin should at least face censure and reprimand. It's highly unlikely that he is going to be expelled from the House of Representatives. But if Kevin McCarthy... Look at Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has basically said, oh, you got a hammer? Okay, I'm getting a hammer. You want to put the hammers down? We can put the hammers down. But if the Democrats are going to continue to hammer corporate America into their own image, then I guess we have no choice. You want to leave private business alone? Let's leave private business alone. 
But the Democrats don't leave private business alone. They weaponized government a long time ago. Now they're complaining about weapons. The people that tell you that corporations don't pay their fair share are trying to protect Disney from doing just that. If they got a hammer, we better get a hammer. I don't think Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell have hammers. I don't even think they want hammers. The impeachment was a fraud. The Trump-Russia hoax was a fraud. And it was perpetuated by Democrats. And Republicans have done nothing about it. Nothing. In some cases, they're aiding and abetting this. I'm talking about you, Liz Cheney, and you, Adam Kinzinger. This isn't about justice and the rule of law and preserving democracy. It has nothing to do with that. Jamie Raskin has managed to turn an event where a few yahoos got out of control into the, the coup plot. He's hyperventilating about coup plots and insurrection and demanding that the DOJ arrest someone, anyone, and charge them under 18. You know what? You know what? I will save this for a little bit later. I'm going to start with this Nina Jankowitz. We are one smirk away from losing free speech, and the Democrats are cheering this on. Do you want to know what hate speech is? Hate speech is any speech the Democrats hate. That's what it is. All of a sudden, they're concerned about disinformation and misinformation. They've blithely blithely dismissed how the Steele dossier became the basis of an investigation and an assertion against a sitting president that he he was compromised by Russia. Again, Jamie Raskin. But they were not concerned about disinformation or misinformation. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. They weren't concerned about misinformation or disinformation. Hell, back then, they laughed off the Russians. The Russians were their pals. Hey, you want some uranium? We got it for you. The only person that we can verify has taken a direct paycheck from Vladimir Putin is Bill Clinton. We can verify that. $500,000 for a single speech at Renaissance Capital after the sale of the uranium to the Russians, which became part of the portfolio of Ross Adam. $500,000, a paycheck from Vladimir Putin to Bill Clinton from Russia with love. And these screaming moonbats are jumping up and down and barking about disinformation. So now we're actually going to have, you know, where, where, where are the people that rejected, and if you remember the last time around, it was led by Tipper Gore, Al Gore's wife, the Parents Music Resource Center, the so-called Washington Wives. We as a society were outraged by this. Now, were there some fuddy-duddy conservatives that thought body count shouldn't be allowed to publish a cop killer? Yes. Do I agree? No. The idea of the PMRC, the very basis of it, had the music industry up in arms. Now, really, at the end of the day, you had a bunch of tight asses in Washington that were reading lyrics and clutching their pearls and saying, put a sticker on that. As a matter of fact, if anything, that made people run out and buy two live crew. I mean, I remember being that of that age. If there was a parents resource, parents music, parents advisory sticker on on a CD, I wanted it even more. You just told me there was something dangerous in there. Didn't matter if it was rock, didn't matter if it was hip hop. But we're now talking about a literal arm of government 
in just two short years. Well, you could say that the transgender issue has been around since Obama, where the Department of Education issued a regulation in the waning days of the Obama administration that uh, people can use bathrooms of whatever gender they perceive themselves to be. But now we literally have government smashing down the idea that gender is biological. And they're going to smash anyone and anything that gets in their way. We're talking about 0.0000001% of the population. Legitimately. Now they want any kid who has any mental health issues or questions about their body or sexuality to consider gender reassignment surgery. How ins- you know, I, I, I like to say on this program a lot that the old insanity is the new sanity and the old sanity is the new insanity. Believing that are, there are boys and girls, that boys are boys and girls are girls, is now considered heresy in the Democrat Party and in the universities and the corporations and in government-run education. It is now heresy to believe there are boys, boys are boys, Girls are girls. Why don't you go ask Jamie Raskin about the political theory here? He'll tell you. The Marxist left wants to break that. They talk about norms and traditions. They hate norms and traditions. Anything that is traditional or normal must be broken down, whatever it is. If it's religion, break it down. If it's the family, break it down. If it's private property, break it down. If it's gender, break it down. We are now seriously living in a world in the United States where you're not allowed to say boys are boys, girls are girls, and that's it. And now we literally have an arm of government that's going to be policing our speech. Led by a hard leftist, this is not an accident, who from a position in government tried to throw water on the Hunter Biden laptop story. In other words, to claim that information was disinformation. Information is not information. It is a, now it is a, a product of government. It's a purview, it's purview of government. And as long as they provide protection from competition and loss of influence to the traditional networks, they will have allies at ABC, CBS, NBC, and CNN. They might even have some members of the board of directors of Fox News who agree to this as long as they get to be the lone conservative, you know, loyal opposition. You can see Paul Ryan. Yes, yes. Burn away Salem News Channel and OAN and Newsmax and Real America's Voice. Yes, get rid of them. You sniveling little... Only blue-blazered conservatives are allowed in here. (laughs) Paul Ryan's a weasel. And I would not be surprised if he was working it out through Liz Cheney to go after the competition of Fox News. But this is about influence. These people are not going to let anything influence people in any way not approved of by then. Again, what is hate speech? Any speech they hate. Headline, the Washington Examiner. Jerry Dunleavy. Biden disinformation chief, a Trump dossier author fan, and Hunter Biden laptop doubter. 
Nina Jankowicz, who was a disinformation fellow at the Wilson Center and advisor to the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry as part of the Fulbright Public Policy Fellowship, confirmed a report Wednesday that she's been named executive director of the Department of Homeland Security's new disinformation governance board. Does that just not sound fright? If you're not frightened by that. But then again, you're being told by Cloudy Hostin and the rest of them that anything that involves participation by straight white males is therefore bad. Like, get them. Give up your freedoms so we can get them. Do you really hate straight white males that much you're willing to give up free speech? Quote, honored to be serving the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security and helping shape our counter disinformation efforts, Jankowitz tweeted, sharing the political article about the hire that said she would coordinate countering misinformation related to Homeland Security and focus on Russia. Jankowitz has written two books, How to Lose the Information War, Russia Fake News and the Future of Conflict, and How to Be a Woman Online, Surviving Abuse, Harassment, and How to Fight Back. But there's a lot to unpack before she gets started in the new role. The Washington Examiner dove into her comments in recent years. For one, Jankowitz touted Steele's thoughts on disinformation. On August 7, 2020, Jankowitz tweeted about an appearance that Steele made on the Infotagen podcast. Listen, last night, Chris Steele, yes, that Chris Steele provides some great historical contents, context about the evolution of disinfo. Worth a listen. Steele's perhaps best known as in the United States for his anti-Trump dossier, which Department of Justice Inspector Michael Horowitz concluded in December 2019, played a central and essential role, central and essential role in the FBI's effort to obtain wiretap orders against former Trump campaign associate Carter Page. This is she's a big fan of this. She's a big fan of this. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham tweeted on December 8th, 2017. Was there a collusion between the DOJ and Fusion GPS to use Democratic-funded dossiers for political and legal purposes? Jankowitz replied, your party funded the dossier first and tweeted April 22nd, 2020, that you're probably aware that the Steele dossier began as a Republican opposition research project. But Steele created his anti-Trump dossier after being hired in 2016 by the opposition firm Fusion GPS, which was itself hired by the Perkins Coy law firm and Mark Elias, general counsel for the Clinton campaign. Now, there is some truth that John McCain was digging up dirt on Donald Trump. Who's surprised by that? But there's a huge difference between what might make for, and, you know, maybe Jankowitz could start patrolling some of these campaign ads that are full of crap. It's one thing to have a dossier that leads to allegations in campaign ads, that's free speech. It's another thing to use it to spy on someone. It's another thing to spy on someone. Jankowitz said in April 2020 that the inclusion of the Steele dossier didn't influence the conclusions of the intelligence community asset. However, FBI Director James Comey and FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe fought to include information from Steele's dossier in a January 2017 ICA on Russian election interference. Although the CIA and NSA ultimately overruled their efforts, the dossier still summarized in a classification annex attached to one report. Jankowitz also cast doubt on the Hunter Biden laptop story while falsely claiming an intelligence community report of foreign meddling referenced it. In particular, she played a key role in trying to shoot down reports by the New York Post about the contents of the laptop believed to have belonged to the younger Biden. 
The Associated Press ran a story on October 14, 2020, reporting, quote, disinformation experts say there are multiple red flags that raise doubts about their authenticity, including questions about whether the laptop actually belongs to Hunter Biden, said Nina Jankowitz. The report quoted her as saying that we should review it as a Trump campaign product. This goes on and on. Jankowitz uh, shared a report on October 22nd, 2020. She said it was casting yet more doubt on the provenance of the New York Post Hunter Biden story as she tweeted that day. The emails don't need to be altered to be part of an influence campaign. Voters deserve that context, not a fairy tale about a laptop repair shop. She did as much as she could through the media to mock the, the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we all now know is 100% true. And this is the person that's now going to be in charge of disinformation. They could say Russia, Russia, Russia all they want. They are going to try to silence Americans. And the Democrat left is okay with that. This is fine and dandy. This is the Democrat. See, this is, again, the projection. After changing election laws... The Democrats claim they believe in free and fair elections. After using free speech as their, by their own design, now they want to crack down on it. And they've put this smirky little bureaucrat in charge of it. If Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell aren't committed to ending this, to, to not funding this office, I don't know why we have a Republican Party. And mark my words— if this office isn't dissolved by the time there's a Republican president the next time around, whether that's President Trump or President DeSantis, the Democrat left, much like the nuclear option, is going to freak out if Ron DeSantis is in charge of the disinformation governance board. Dear Democrats, be very, very, very careful what you wish for. Serious XM you can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.